time for Larry News. My guest tonight, he is the Rocket Man, the number one bounce, the number one guy, John May 16th, 7.31 p.m. 2023. Two things are happening tonight. Number one, game one of the Western Conference Finals, LA Lakers versus Denver Nuggets. But more importantly, for teams, for people like us who don't have a team still in the playoffs, uh, especially you, Houston Blue... (laughs) is the NBA lottery and one of the biggest prospects coming into a draft ever, maybe since, I don't know, you could say since Zion, you could say since AD, you could say since LeBron, ever. Mm-hmm. Victor Wembanyama, you got, what do you got, a 14% chance? 14%. 14%. That's uh, as good as you could get in these days in the lottery. It is. It is without having. Uh, I mean, if the Nets had slipped in, we would have a mm, tiny, tiny bit more. That's right. Chance. But, but yeah, fourteen percent. It's not nothing, but it's close. It it feels like nothing. It really does. Yeah, it does. It does when you think about it. But and and especially after all you know, all you you did, whatever, all you all the losing you did all year. But uh, it's just it's exciting. It's it's exciting nonetheless. It is. I think we're, and I think we're, I think we're due because been in a lottery uh, a couple years now after the Harden debacle, the departure, and been about the worst team. Yeah. And have not yet won. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Green was the number two pick. Jalen Green was the number two. Jabari was the number three. Um, in both cases, the number one overall pick looks really, really good. Yeah, and Jalen Green and Jabari Smith also look good. Yeah, and they can they could potentially be you know the best guys in their drafts. I don't know, but um, but yeah, like Paolo Bancaro is pretty awesome, and Cade Cunningham in his rookie year at least when he yeah. played was was you know pretty great. So. Yeah, that's why you want that number one pick. But this year, more than ever, that number one pick, the brick. I know. And number two, I don't know, Scoo. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think, like, I think he might actually be a really good fit on the on the Rockets. It just, and it, it seems like he's. I know there's been some back and forth with Brandon Miller and stuff, but it seems like he's, you know, a bit above the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. But the distance between Wimanyama. And Scoot is, uh, you know, about seven feet, three inches. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's a long ways. Yeah. So, so okay, if you got the number two pick, if you were in charge of the Rockets, would you take Scoot? I think I would take Scoot because I, I think what the Rockets need more than anything is someone to kind of put it all together, right? Like, it's, you know, someone to get guys the ball where they need it, when they need it. To actually run the point. Yeah. Um, I think the Rockets would very much benefit. And obviously everyone would benefit from Wembenyama. Like right. there is no team that wouldn't take Wembenyama. So obviously that's the that's the first choice. But you know, you could do something with with Shingun in the in the middle. Like he's a great passing big. Like there oh, yeah. are there are ways you could you could do it if um Udoka comes up with a good defensive scheme. They get another strong perimeter defender 
to go with like Tari Eason and Jabari and like they could they could put something together with Shangoon in the middle, I think. Um, because Denver doesn't have incredible rim protection. Right. Right. And so so I think that's a viable path forward. After that, everything seems like it's gonna be a little while. Like there will need to be more pieces fall into place for any other there outside of the top two, I think. Yeah. Okay. So I see what you're saying. So you're saying with the top two, you maybe will have all the pieces you need to build a contender. You won't be a contender right away because it's young. It's a lot of young players that need to develop. Even when Benyama, I'm sure needs yeah. to develop before hitting his prime. But if you get three or below, you're still, you're still looking for something. Three or below. And I start to worry that they're going to do something uh rash like sign summer. james harden well that's one thing i mean i don't god if harden if harden just was assist harden yeah and wasn't getting paid 60 million dollars a year to be assist harden right like i would take i would take the guy the 76ers had through most of the year at 30 million i wouldn't worry about playoff flame outs because you know probably not going <laughs> to playoffs and he had some good playoff games this year. And I don't know that he's necessarily condemned to be a terrible playoff performer his whole life. I think really his playoff, his sketchy playoff record is more due to like that whole heliocentric offense being solved in the playoffs rather than him being like some sort of choker. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's tough to say. Like, I mean, he, it almost looked like he was gonna he was gonna get past all those those bugaboos with this year and he just had that amazing game one and amazing game four and then just so bad again in game seven where it's like it's just it's hard for him to escape that now. It really is. It really is. I was hoping it was done. I really was. Yeah. Cause you know, no hard feelings. It was a it was an ugly breakup. But I'm more bitter about you know, how much we traded to get Russell Westbrook. Like that stuff is still lingering, right? Like that's coming on into this next year because that draft pick is unprotected outside the top four. And if the Rockets are terrible again, they could hand, you know, OKC a number five pick. Right. It's, oh God. (laughs) You're going to be here again next year hoping for a top four pick. Then you got a roof for them to be terrible and then sweat draft night or lottery night. Yeah. Like, and I don't want that. I don't want to be rooting for another bad year. I think I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, I think it, yes. Uh, It's I, I'd yeah. You don't want to be rooting for, you want, you want them to show improvement. And still, even even if you don't make the playoffs, but then you're just hoping for lottery luck. Um, okay, so, okay, this is what I was going to ask you. Would you sign the dotted line right now for number two? Ooh, I mean, you're talking about the mother of all hedges, right? Right. Because basically, what is it? Wait, what is it? Eight, eight, so it would be. We have a 64% chance of getting neither one of them at this point. I mean, yeah, I forget exactly. Yeah. 28. Oh, no, 14. It's 14 each, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's 20. So a 72% chance of getting neither one. Um, yeah, I would. I would probably I would probably take it. Yeah. Just because. Yeah, I think that's a good deal. Especially how much you how much you value Scoot ahead of those other guys at number three and number four. Yeah, and and I could be I could be wrong, and maybe that yeah maybe he's maybe he's not ready. God, it would, it would suck. It would suck to give up any chance. I know, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I would probably take it. The it's, pragmatist in me is going to take it. It's it's it would be the right decision. Um, I, I think the odds and the, the calculations and the expected value and all that, it would, you would have to take it, but it would just suck to, to just not have that little chance, especially this year. Yeah. I would, I would, I would hate to give up on that shot. Yeah. It's yeah. like, but again, that shot's going to be gone in like 40 minutes. 
And right. so <laughs> hit or miss, it's, it's right. It's so, because yeah, I mean, you're gonna, it, it would, I guess, suck now, but if like in 40 minutes you get the number two pick, you're gonna be, you're gonna be a little bit disappointed, but then you're gonna come away from the night pretty happy. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, and even, uh, even below two. I'm not I'm not out on the the team and what they're doing. You know, we've talked on this podcast about Udoka and the sketchy past and all these things. Um, but I'm starting to come around on second chances and <laughs> man, the guy did a hell of a job bringing a defense together. So like, did. And so, yeah, I, I I think the I think the Rockets are in good shape if um if they don't do anything rash this off season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean so. you got to like the pieces they already have there even if they it didn't really look like a team that was not just we we knew they wouldn't be good but a team that did, it seemed aimless. But you got to yeah. like the pieces and then with another top pick this year it, it's it's starting to come together into something. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think so. And so we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, man, I just I just want it so much. It's it's really it really sucks. Yeah. If okay. If 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 the Rockets were let's say you get number two, who which team do you would you most want to see get the number one pick, or would you be okay, most well, intrigued by? Let me give you some leads. Okay. At least is San Antonio. Okay. Just some ro- interstate rivalry. Interstate rivalry and just like, come on. Right. Like, I mean, and I'm I okay, and part of this is just me being poisoned by these um various talking head articles, writing head, what do you call whatever, these blog posts or whatever, these people saying, you know where it'd be great mm-hmm. when Banyama goes to San Antonio. They've got great coach and great structure, and they've done this and that. I'm like, just shut up. Like I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm so sick of the prospect of San Antonio getting him before it even happens. Yeah. I, I just can't even. And, and so San Antonio, my least favorite choice, close, close second would be Dallas. Um, That's number one for me. Of yeah, least. Also interstate rival. And just like you talk about not deserving yeah. something like come the F on. Oh, Everything they did this year to tank their way into keeping their pick. And like, and they're already, they're a team that has fucked up every move since they got Luka Doncic. They, and just they have bad karma in the building. Mark Cuban sucks. Mark Cuban, they had a workplace environment of, you know, sexual harassment going on and misogyny running rampant. And you just like, yeah, they don't deserve him. And it it just would be so unfair because it's a team that already has a franchise building block. Yeah, that they got that they got gifted to them. Yeah. In the in the draft and oh god. And then just but the tank at the end of the year. Yeah. I gotta think, I gotta think Adam Adam Silver, that ping pong ball <laughs> comes up, he's gonna be like, no. The reverse frozen uh, envelope. Yeah. No effing way. He's just taking that, out all the ping pong balls for <laughs> Dallas. That would just be a bad look. There are already things with the playoffs when you think about um, devaluing the regular season. Yeah. Right? Things in the playoffs when you have a, a seven seed and an eight seed in the in the conference finals. When you have load management fails like the LA Clippers and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, all right. The NBA does not need... Right. Something else relating the regular season to irrelevance. Um, yeah. So Dallas is a close second. And I think I would hate them more than San Antonio. And I probably kind of do, but I'm just sick of the San Antonio thing. And if I just can't stand it. The so, way everybody is just projecting Wembenyama to the Spurs already. Yeah. Just, just hate it. Hate it. Um, and then... After that, it would kind of be, it would probably be teams. So, okay. So a weird one is Orlando, right? Right. Because I feel like Orlando doesn't deserve it. Like Orlando 
has so much talent already and they've already won the lottery <laughs> in you know the last five minutes and so that would be crazy although i got nothing against orlando i got nothing right. and this kind of the same with detroit who already won the lottery and and so that would frustrate me just because i feel like they're double dipping mm -hmm. but, um okc would probably uh annoy me quite a bit because they they're yeah, just they like they, they've they always nail their draft pick every year and they're already the team on the rise that has all this this they probably they have maybe the best young core in all of basketball already so to add Wembenyama to the mix when they already have Chet waiting it's just and, it's, and be, those Clippers picks are looking better all the freaking time mm -hmm. and like yeah and so i would i would be a little frustrated if um if i cuz i also feel like they won last year right like last year um and who knows how good chet's going to be but it was you know the top 2 yeah were probably uh, um a little bit above everyone else last year so so no i can't <laughs> I, I i wouldn't like that so those would be those are all my least favorites. Yeah. Some of the teams that I think would be kind of boring. I think New Orleans would be boring because New Orleans is boring. I so think I, I, that, that, that would be on my list for um, an unfair one just because yeah. they've won the lottery so many times. Yeah, exactly. They're like the Cavaliers. Right. Um, thank God the Cavaliers aren't in it this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but some of the teams I would not, I would not hate on. Well, oh, also Charlotte, I would be like, come on, like Charlotte has been such. It's a, just because they suck so much. Yeah, they just, just come on. It, yeah, they're terrible. I, they might actually not be that good, even with Wimbenyama. Like they <laughs> could somehow not be that good. I can totally see it. Lamelo misses thirty games with injury. That like I could, yeah. They could finish under 500 with, with women. Yeah. Like, like some teams that, you know, would be kind of crazy. Like if Indiana got him, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a little small market team, a little small market magic there. Portland, I think I would be bored of because so, I, I can't handle any more Lillard talk. <laughs> Portland is maybe the most interesting just in, it gives them the option to go so many different ways. I do hope they finally trade Lillard. Um, but if they got Wambanyama, they could, there's like now three things they could do. They could tr finally trade Dame and be like, we're going to embrace a full rebuild around Chaden Sharp and Wembenyama. They could say, oh, we're almost good enough to compete now. Let's, it's like one more rebuilding year, one more development year, I should say. And they'll be pretty good anyway with Dame, with Wembenyama. Um, or they could decide even something. I, I, it's hard to imagine anybody trading Victor. Ooh. Okay. Would you, if you were Portland, let's say you got it and you're like, we want to make one last run with Dame. Cause it would be so special to win here with Dame. Let's trade Vic for Embiid. Oh No. You want, you want to win in the regular season or in the playoffs? <laughs> no way. Okay. Did you see Embiid? I did. Embiid, like, Embiid's Embiid he was good for like, most of the series, except for game Embiid, seven. He was terrible in game seven. And part of the reason he was terrible is because he was getting like double and triple teamed. But so it's not, it's not all on him. But there were, um, yeah, I, I don't know. He was covering tatum and getting absolutely worked yes that's true right like this is the whole people are like oh Embiid should be the mvp over Jokic because he's such a dominant defensive force and he makes a lot of great blocks and he does good stuff but there's a time when you got to step up and he did not yeah right? i mean that's that's partly due to scheming in that they you know Embiid was switching onto tatum and they probably should have just kept him back in like drop coverage or as a rim protector or something. 
but he, he is he is one of the he is okay. He, anyway, he's current MVP, MVP MVP caliber guy in his yes. prime. Say say whatever. I mean, trading. So you you would not trade the number one pick this year for Embiid. Do you no, think? I would do you not, think Philly because, would do that? Um, I think Philly would do that. They love Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey would trade his own mom. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He would trade his own mom for a couple seconds and you know salary cap flexibility. Um, yeah, he. I, I, the city of Philly loves Embiid. There's no question. Yeah. About, but if anyone would do that trade, it'd be well. First, Danny Ainge. Yeah. But then second, Daryl Morey. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be tough to trade a guy who's the M- the current MVP and every year is in the MVP discussion. Certainly one of the best players in the NBA. Um, I know he hasn't done it in the playoffs and maybe that's a thing, but like it's still no, sh- it's going to take time to develop when Benyama and it's not, it's, he's probably going to be amazing, but it's not a sure thing. It's never it's a sure thing. not a sure thing. And, and Philly of all cities needs knows that, you know, these top picks don't necessarily turn, <laughs> yeah, into, yeah, yeah, turn yeah. into gold. But I think that um I think it gives Philly a chance to sort of reset their own timeline. Yeah. A little bit. And maybe it's a Maxi Wimby right. pairing. Um and I I, th- I think they would do it. And I could be crazy. And it could be just a situation where the town loves him so much you you can't do it. Kind of like probably Portland can't trade Dame for <laughs> I know, think but... Portland would be I think the city of Portland would be okay with it. You're probably right, just because of yeah. just because they feel like the team's not going anywhere and they want to do right by him. Yeah. So I I mean I, they wouldn't trade Embiid unless he asked out. Uh if he did ask out, you know, getting Wimbanyama back is as good as you could hope for. But if he didn't ask out, I don't think they would make that trade. I mean, they're, they're well, it's like they wouldn't be offered that trade because they wouldn't, that they're not right. trading Embiid unless if they decide they're going to blow it up and he wants out, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, Will Dietzler asks, Will Dietzler of New York City asks, when are you guys? I need some honest opinions about Minnesota, the NBA's middle child. Minnesota's not in the lottery, Will. Lot, lot of talent. Um, if they get Wembenyama, it would be, uh, I would go for the three towers approach mm-hmm. up there. Him and him and Gobert <laughs> and Carl Anthony Towns all playing together. Just three guys in the lane, no one getting through. Yeah. Just that's all. Hold hands, right? I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be tough going forward. I I, I they probably um they probably overplayed their hand getting Gobert and I think they um, that. uh they looked a little bit better after Conley came on board and and Ant got better towards the end of the year and they have enough talent that they can like compete, but mm-hmm. they have enough talent where they can be like the play-in range which is going to start to suck you do that for a few years and then everyone's starting to talk about oh when's anthony edwards gonna ask out (laughs) that's Um, coming because yeah they 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 tried to go too much too fast and i think uh, they i think they did and i i they might they they have a few bullets left in the chamber but very few like i i think that they could trade carl anthony towns and get a pretty good haul for him mm-hmm. and then build around Edwards and Gobert. But honestly, I don't know about Gobert. I think people hate him. I really, <laughs> I really kind of think his teammates just don't like him. Like it was clear Donovan Mitchell didn't like him. Right. In Utah. And I wasn't sure if that was Gobert's fault or Mitchell's fault, but now he's in Minnesota. It kind of seems like no one likes him there. Yeah, I don't know if it's just that they don't like playing with him or... I mean, maybe Mitchell hates him because he started COVID. <laughs> that's, that's true. I haven't used a microphone since. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I've been yeah, you never know if Gobert touched it previously. Um. So, I don't know, dude. 
like and he seems like he's a he's a step slower which maybe maybe even a half step slower on defense which can be the difference between elite and mm-hmm. meh right and just yeah i mean and then what we're totally getting at is just how many draft picks in their whole future that they traded for him it's just clearly yeah, so- not so worth. they need a, a net style move, right? Like the mm-hmm. Nets traded all their draft picks and then they got them back by trading yeah. KD. And so Minnesota could do that. Yeah, the problem is Gobert nor Cat are going to get the KD style return. The only one who might be able to get that kind of return is Anthony Edwards, which you is You got to trade Cat. That's the you can't trade Edwards and no one will take Gobert. I mean, maybe someone will take Gobert. Maybe you could get like Dallas of supposing they don't get Wembenyama and they're in a position of, I just want to fuck up Dallas. I'm, oh yeah. I would, I'm all for it. I'll, yeah. I'll sign up on this now, but I think they're, they're going to have to make some sort of move this off season and they'll have two picks to work with, whether it's one plus this year's 10 or, or two future picks. If it, if uh, New York gets their pick this year, so, I mean, that might be, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Gobert with Luka Doncic and, you know, Minnesota will be taking a loss, but they'd get two picks back, one or two picks back. So I could see something like that. A quick loss would be a win. Yeah. I mean, just like not trying to hold on to some, you know, hold on to some costs and trying to squeeze yeah. everything out of it when it's past dead. Yeah, just like cash out now, cut your losses. Yeah. And then it's so addition by it. subtraction and opening up the opening up the paint, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Lakers just made the ultimate addition by subtraction <laughs> move at the deadline, right? So yeah. um so speaking of, you know, the Lakers and Gobert and where they intersect um, the uh, and Russell uh, Russell Westbrook, the Utah Jazz mm-hmm. would be another interesting landing spot for Wimbenyama. Yeah, especially because they've already had a French center. Well, no, but because they also have a ton of draft picks coming. Yeah, and they have basically no cap commitments, and right. they can like they're like. Um, an OKC with less young talent, right? They've got almost as many. um, They've got the pick trove, but they don't have the young, they don't have the building blocks yet. I mean, Walker Kessler is good, good, but. um, Right, he's not SGA, right? right? No, no, there's no SGA, but they've got some, they've got some good guys. So if they got Wimbenyama, they could shoot up the charts. And I don't know that I'd love that. I, um, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't love that either. I don't want Dan, Danny Ainge to get that. But I agree it would be interesting because once, the, you know, the, you're, they'd probably be uh, in the mix for the playoffs or be building slow, like developing for a few years. But once they were ready to make the big move, they have a million chips similar to OKC, if OKC ever wanted to do that. Okay, so let's uh, talk quickly about the Knicks. Um, I'm I'm very I'm overall very happy with the, how the season went. How could you not be? Uh, especially that they didn't they didn't go out quietly. They won Game Five, came very close in Game Six, um, and it was just way better than expectations. Obviously, as the season progressed, the goalposts correctly moved. Like, mm-hmm. so you can't just say, oh, they were projected to win 38. So their over-under was 38 and a half wins. So no matter what, I'd be happy. But yeah, great season. And here I'm going to list a few takeaways. Uh, I'm going to go through most of them quickly, but not Isaiah quickly. I'm going to go through most of them in a rapid fashion. And then the last one will tie into the lottery a bit. So I thought overall a great playoffs for RJ Barrett. He really played like the guy we were always hoping for. And, uh, I'm, I'm, it was, it just made me so happy for 
having followed him for so many years and to know like, okay, we got this, this slashing wing who has some size, could play defense and uh, could only get better. Um, I, I, I love Quentin Grimes. Uh, did you see his steal on Jimmy Butler when he was hobbled? Like, yeah. That was, that was a playoff moment. The steal. Um, so yeah, he's he's clearly a guy you want on a playoff caliber team. He's because he's their best three point shooter. He's got a quick release. He wasn't amazing these playoffs, but he played well enough. Played great defense. I think he's better defensively than Josh Hart. And uh, it looks like that's kind of how they went. They went with him over Josh Hart towards the end of the playoffs. Spolstra is amazing. He's he's just so good. Um, he kept switching up their defensive looks, doing some zone play when. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, when when like Kevin Love was on the bench and Bam was the only center, he played zone, and then um, and the Knicks not being able to shoot well had a had a lot of trouble with it. Eventually, they were able to shoot out of it a little bit, so he went back to man mostly. On offense, he runs all these pick and rolls that just was forcing the Knicks to go under and then opening up this three-point shot and guys like Struess and Vincent couldn't miss. Caleb Martin was amazing. I don't know how he keeps saying hey, <laughs> Caleb Martin was on a two-way. Yeah. Like, Caleb Martin's a G League guy. Come on. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, like there were games where he looked like he's like Kawhi Leonard out there. Uh, and then comparison to Spo, Tibbs, I don't know. Um... I mean, he, I, I don't hate Tibbs, but he he kind of sucked these playoffs, and the Knicks clearly don't have... I mean, they get by with a lot of effort. They're more than that, but their half-court off, offense is just it's just dull as fuck. It's, it's iso ball, either Randall iso ball, which did not work, or Brunson iso ball, which did work, but they just... They, they're a team that never runs pick-and-rolls. Um... Maybe he'll learn. I mean, he's. I don't think he's going anywhere this offseason, unfortunately. No. But uh, this we might have hit the tib ceiling, as as a lot of teams have in the past. Yeah. I'm not much of a Josh Hart fan. I think he's... I, I, I appreciate what he does. Um, I think I said a few weeks ago that there's a danger of him with... with because we were just talking about how this is a successful season, even though not a championship season, it's successful enough to think, oh, we got to keep this team together. And there's a winner's curse problem with Hart and overpaying him. He's he brings a lot of intangibles, and he's Brunson's best, his Brunson's buddy. Uh, I I prefer guys with tangibles than intangibles. <laughs> I would say Hart is at his ceiling. Yeah, and. And you got to decide where that where that fits. I I love the emotional yeah. component, and if the financial component matches, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. I just I don't I don't know what the like Josh Hart going rate is. I'm guessing. I I wouldn't be shocked if he got like 18 million a year. Okay. Which. It's, I mean, these days, it's not even that much anymore. It really is In NBA terms. If it, when you have, like, Bradley Beal getting $60 million soon. Uh, it's not bad. Um, but, like, every time he has the ball, I just sometimes start to hate. He's actually pretty good in transition offensively at, at starting drives because his handle's not bad. But sometimes when he sometimes when he has the ball, I'm like, I got to this point where he's like Randall for me, where I'm just like, oh God, every time he does something and I'm I'm looking with a negative eye and not being objective anymore. Um but I I, I imagine he's gonna be on the team next year. Let's see. Next on my list. It's time for Randall to go. It's time. It's been time, but He's just he sucked again in the playoffs. He's so bad defensively when when they start because they sometimes will double on pick and rolls and like and trap a little bit, and sometimes will and the part of their scheme is that everybody's got to rotate kind of on a string, and Randall's just terrible at that. He's just got such bad instincts. 
bad decision maker or at least a slow decision maker where he keeps the ball for a while and doesn't keep it moving. Not good enough in ISO to, to justify what he, uh, how much they use him that way. And he's just, takes away usage from everybody else. I don't know what you get, but I, I really don't want to see him on the team next year. Yeah. I mean, that's another addition by subtraction yeah. opportunity, but you got to get, you got to get something. Yeah. I, I don't know what that be, is. You can't wrap a draft pick around him and, and no, and you can't do that. So I just don't know who needs him. Right. And that maybe, maybe after the draft, that'll become clearer. Right. Um, but yeah, I, you, you can't just, you certainly can't, attach a draft pick to get rid of him. He's not, and come on, like somebody's going to want him. I think, <laughs> I don't know. He's made two all NBA teams in three years. Yeah. And he's not, and he's not overpaid. No, like, his salary is pretty good. So it just, I don't know where you have to be as an NBA team to be like, all right. Yeah. It's we, we, we're a Randall away. From I don't think anybody's a Randall away. I mean, it depends what your goal is. If you're, if you're on the outside looking in and you want to make the playoffs, maybe, yeah. you know, gets you over that hump. But he's not going to take a good team and make them great. Yeah, and I don't think you're going to get, like, a all-star level player back in return, even though Randall is an all-star. What I could hope for is, like, one pick back in return. Like, maybe Charlotte would trade one first future first-round pick or two future first-round picks. And then, Send him to Charlotte. Oh, that's like. Oh yeah. Man, you, you really hate this guy. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte's not bad. <laughs> not a not bad as an American city. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, like, but the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're a team that might want. Send him to Dallas. <laughs> I mean, they need somebody. They might have to make a panic move. Hey, if they keep the ten pick, maybe like we'll we'll do something where the. You give us that 10 pick and then the obligations go away and you get Randall. I don't know. Maybe there's a deal to be made there. Maybe. Final point is, is about um, just how good Brunson was. And the whole season, just my ex, my evaluation of him just kept going up. And like, I, I'm not willing to put a ceiling on him anymore. I, I, I loved the signing when it happened. I've, I've always been a Brunson fan. Thought it was a great signing. Pretty early on, I thought, okay, this guy has a chance at an all-star team. That didn't become crazy. I think in the beginning of the season, we were thinking maybe third best player on a championship team. Now I think, I think he's already passed second best player on a championship team. He's not at the level of Giannis Tatum, those guys, Jokic, right? Those are, the, and maybe those are, the, there's like five to seven guys who are the only guys that are good enough to be best player on a championship team. I'm not so sure he's not in the next tier of like, I, no, he's not with like Booker or LeBron when he's healthy, but like the next tier is guys like, like for example, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I don't think I would trade Brunson straight up for Mitchell. I mean, he's gone up against Mitchell two years in a row in the playoffs and beaten him. So, yeah. And I think the the other thing is, I think people want to come and play with him. Yeah. Because, and I don't know if that's always the case with maybe like a Donovan Mitchell mm -hmm. or whatever, because when I see Brunson, like his teammates love him, um, but he... I would want to play with the guy because he's the guy who's driving the lane and getting knocked on his ass yeah. and doing the, doing the work for 48 goddamn minutes. And like, that's, that's a guy who you just, yeah, you just want to go to war with. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the type of guy who will draw free agents, you know, mm -hmm. outside of the, the Giannis's and Tatum's and stuff like that. We're like, Oh, I want to go play with that guy. Cause he's great. It's like, I want to go play with this guy because he's damn good. Yeah. And he just is a, is a stud to play with. And he makes everyone like, I don't know. Makes everyone around him makes better. Everyone makes the whole offense better. better. And it's just, it's, it's awesome. It he is awesome. 
franchise changing move signing him. I mean, because as we as we know, you don't get players like that through free agency anymore. Um, th- that level of player, even the level that is Donovan Mitchell, Brunson, you have to get, you have to draft, or you have to get by trade. And um, well, Butler, but that was a, they did it. Like that was a, a sign and trade, yeah, sign and trade to make the money work. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. It's it's very rare. I mean, LeBron went in free agency. I mean, KD, it, it happens. Yes, but yeah, but, but but really, like it was it was great. Yeah, it, it was a great move. And all that is to say that I do now think the team is one player away from being a contender. Who knows? It's very hard to win a championship, so whoever knows. But, like, I don't know if I'd want to trade with Embiid for the reasons we talked about before. But if he did become available, it is... It's the time to make that kind of move. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Embiid and Brunson, like, that's a contending combination. That's... Yeah. And... So the Knicks have all their future picks. If they get the number 11 pick this year, um, I, th- I think the Knicks are going to be in on a star if one comes becomes available and one usually becomes available. If they get that number 11 pick this year, I would say odds are it's not going to be the Knicks making that pick. All right. That that's going to be in for a trade. And I'm ready for it. And it, it's a great time to be a Knicks fan. Just get rid of Randall. <laughs> I love it. Are we? Are we? We're close. We're at. I think the commercial break before they start announcing the dais. Man, I like it. Um. Yeah. Who's your? Um. Yeah. Who are you rooting for to win it all of the final four teams? I mean, definitely Denver. Okay. Like. We've talked about how I feel like it's it's their year, and I feel like Jokic um, absolutely deserves it, really yeah. deserves it. And the way he plays and makes everyone around him better, and is just freaking a, a, like a basketball god. I would love him to get the um, the uh, the ring that he sort of deserves because basketball is so much it's so rings yeah. now, right? And that's not really fair. Right. And I'm not really a fair way to assess um, a player necessarily, but that's what we're doing. So I would like him to get a ring so that that at least is taken off the table as a reason to hate on him or whatever. Yeah. And now he's had, even without the ring, he's had a lot of success in the playoffs yeah. as opposed to Embiid or Harden, you know. So he's really showing it this year. I, I would be cool with Denver winning. I also, I always find myself rooting for LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think my, my top three teams, it's of the four. If I was ranking them, it'd be three bunched up. And then the Boston way down here. Does <laughs> anybody but Boston, anybody but Boston, please, for the love of God, anybody but Boston. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and as far as picks go, I guess I would take Denver. Um, I think, and I think the Heat have a chance. It's going to, I would pick Boston, but I think the Heat do have a chance. They have a chance, but man, you look at, like, just the talent mm-hmm. disparity between those teams. Don't say Caleb Martin's not good. <laughs> okay, but I'm not the one who said it. All the people who didn't draft him, like, that's two rounds, <laughs> and like, I don't know, man. I would love it, but that would be, at that point, Spo, Spo has, that that would be his greatest miracle ever if yeah. he pulls that one off. Yeah. Inside, the representatives, they must give up their cell phones. They're sequestered in that room until the results are revealed here tonight. There are actually about 19 media members that are in attendance, wow. including our very own Zach Lowe, as well as a representative from each lottery team. Zach Lowe's there. I think that's the people who make sure there are no shenanigans well, we're talking about. It's almost oh. that time to reveal those lottery results. But first, let's take a look Zach at the Lowe because there is a will not tolerate yeah. prospects <laughs> in this draft. But there seems to be little debate, right, that Francis Victor Wembanyama will be the top overall picks. The team with the best chances to walk away with the rights to draft him. They are the Detroit Pistons, the Houston Rockets, I'm also the gonna... San Antonio Spurs. All three teams have a 14 
80% chance to be awarded. Share my screen as we do this. Uh, and there are also some trades that we need my... to talk about. Orlando likely to end tonight with two lottery picks. Simple spreadsheet, just showing However, the odds. If the Bulls move up 14 through one. Here's your Houston Rockets with a 52.1 chance at a top four. 14% chance at number one. And we are hoping that one of these four teams doesn't get named between 14 and 11. <laughs> okay, here, I'll root for you to get Wembenyama. And then um, I like OKC, so let's have them move up to number three, something like that. Okay. Is the team to move up? Yeah. Toronto has sent general manager Bobby Webster and representing Oklahoma City is amateur evaluation scout Nick Collison, who spent a record 15 seasons. Nick Collison from Rams. Iowa. What's yeah. up? Chicago has sent Dalen Terry, who was the 18th pick in last year's NBA draft and representing Dallas is general manager and president of basketball operations, Nico Harrison. Yeah. Utah has sent Colin Sexton, who just finished his first season with the Jazz and was the eighth pick in the 2018 draft. Sexton. <laughs> is head coach Wes Unseld Jr. Indiana has sent Tyrese Halliburton, who All was right. selected to his first All-Star game this season. And representing Orlando, head coach Jamal Mosley, who was on the podium here last year when the Magic were awarded the first pick. They are hoping to have similar luck here tonight. And then Portland has sent Brandon Roy, a three-time NBA All-Star oh during his tenure with the Blazers <laughs> and representing Charlotte. Mark Williams, who was the 15th pick in the 2022 draft. Not a high profile. Antonio, they have sent managing partner Peter J. Holt. Houston has sent new head coach Ime Udoka. Oh, my and God. Early, representing Ooh. Detroit is 2004 NBA champion Ben Wallace, who is also a member. Oh, no, of Detroit's got office. it. It's Ben Wallace. Come on. <laughs> All right. Here we go. That is NBA senior vice president and chief security officer Leon Newsom. He is oh my God. the only man in this entire ballroom who knows the results of the draft lottery. Mark Dielli from the accounting firm of Ernst & Young, who is delivering the sealed envelopes to the podium. Oh my God. And now, the time has come. Oh, Here I can't even handle NBA this. NBA Deputy Commissioner and Chief Operating Officer Mark Tatum, who will reveal the order of the lottery picks for the 2023 NBA draft. Thank you, Malika, and good luck, everyone. The 14th pick in the 2023 NBA draft presented by State Farm will be made by the New Orleans Pelicans. Somebody jump. The 13th pick belongs to the Toronto Raptors. Your shot. Orlando, Picking Orlando. will be the Oklahoma City Thunder. No surprises yet. Pick still going. Come on. Here it is. The 11th pick in the NBA draft will go to the Orlando Magic. Fuck. Orlando receives this pick from Chicago due to the Nikola Vucevic trade. There's no pick for New York. Be pick Dallas. Come be on. By Dallas, please. Please, Dallas. The Dallas Mavericks. Thank God. Yes. Okay. Their pick had it fallen out of the top ten, it would have gone to New York due to the Chris Dapps Porzingis trade. The ninth pick goes to the Utah Jazz. No jumps. Hey. Okay, we're going chalk, baby. The eighth oh, no. pick will be made by no the Washington Wizards. This is all good news for you. The seventh pick in the NBA draft belongs to the Indiana Pacers. What? This is actually weird that there's been no jumps this far. Pick number six goes Come to... Come on, Orlando. The Orlando Magic. Yes! Did they forget to run it? Did they forget to hit simulate on Tankathon? The fifth pick will be made Come by... On. The Detroit Pistons. Oh, Portland. man. Detroit fell all the way out. All right, congrats. The top four. And that means there are four remaining. Houston, San Antonio, the Charlotte Hornets, 
and the Portland Trailblazers. But who will walk away oh, right. with the number one pick? Coming up, the drama. It continues. So, we find basically, all teams I didn't want. The <laughs> draft. That's when we come back. Yeah, San Antonio, of course, is still there. The NBA draft. I would have rather had Detroit. Then I would have been okay with Detroit too, just because the the match of him, Cade, and Ivy is is very oh, intriguing. Yeah. Everything looks so good. Charlotte sucks. Right? I'm hearing the new I mean, Google Pixel. Yeah, it's really I'm, so I'm rooting for Houston or Portland. This one looks nice. Portland's that crazy. That's crazy. Portland would be crazy. That would be. I, I think that would be very. And no trade But it is crazy. The order. I know. How do you know? Like all this? Portland. Okay, Portland. Service. Bambooey. New and existing customers. Number one pick. Oh, number two pick. Technically. Number two pick. Injuries. Brandon Roy. Yeah. Seven pick. Whatever he was. Injuries. Greg Oden. Number one pick. Injuries. Like. Yeah. For what? For for Wemby's sake, not Portland, right? When your family is growing in ways you never. Oh, okay. I do like that four is our worst case at this point, but I want one! <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I can't believe it all went chalk. I, whatever. I had a 20% chance getting the pick. It's all right. It's all right. New York, besides the Ewing year, very bad lottery luck throughout yes. the franchise history. All right, so... Well, they got um, Bargnani, who was the number one overall pick. Oh, but they got him. That's right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no. They, like, especially the Jaws Ion year. I mean, nothing against RJ. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, but that year, I thought it was going to be Zion. But I guess, you know. Now. now again, <laughs> the jury's back out on that. I know. First, it was definitely it's, Zion. Then, then definitely Jaw. And now it's like, well, maybe Garland's now is in the top. Maybe yet. Garland's in pole position. Maybe so. With RJ R number two. <laughs> I, you know. Yeah. And, um, oh my God. Oh my God. So, so Dallas now, they're going to make, they're going to have their pick and they can only trade one other future pick. Right, and they could make a deal with the Knicks to. They could win. if they want Randall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that they definitely could make that kind of deal. Um, it's it's crazy that the Porzingis deal is still going, um, and it's so crazy that it almost. Well, it's crazy. Houston owes a Russ a, a trade right. a, a, a pick next year, and then like I think two years after that for the Russell Westbrook deal. Is it automatic? Russell Westbrook's been on five teams since then. Insane. Is it two picks? Is it 26 if he doesn't go in 24? Or is it both? Oh, actually, I don't know. I I'm can't sure remember. I have, to go, I have to go look. Yeah. Um, Whatever. But, it's crazy yeah. that they still owe picks for Russell. For, they, who, for Russell Westbrook, yeah. It's going to be played. Who looked like before the playoffs, he was going to be playing in Three China next year. Except now. <laughs> now he's probably going to get a $30 million deal. There's a better prospect. LeBron James is the best high school basketball player. Oh, my God. The first pick goes to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers select LeBron James. Miami Heat, back-to-back -back champions again. Cleveland, this is for you. LeBron James wins his fourth title. Hit me now, hit me now. Oh. LeBron James, the first overall pick in the 2003 NBA draft 20 years ago, getting set for game one of the Western Conference Finals, his Los Angeles Lakers. They take on the top-seeded Denver Nuggets. That's coming up right after we finish the lottery here in Chicago. And in Paris, perhaps another star. It's not even there. We'll be talking about 20 years from now. Victor Wenbanyama taking, is that a Polaroid? Selfies with his family, waiting to find out where he may be calling home in just a matter of minutes. We're actually going to talk to Victor soon, but first, let's find out the final four picks All right. in the order of the draft lottery. Who will it be? Okay, Rockets, Spurs, Portland, Houston? and Charlotte. San Antonio, Charlotte, or Portland. Charlotte's Joining got Mark Williams there. The order of the top four picks in the NBA draft lottery is Deputy Commissioner and Chief Operating Officer Mark Tatum.
I can't handle Thanks this. Thanks again, Malika. The fourth pick in the NBA draft goes to the Houston Rockets. Oh, oh come on! Sorry. The third pick belongs to the Portland Trailblazers. Ah, oh, come on! The second pick will be made by the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, come on! Are you? One pick in the 2023 NBA draft goes to the San Antonio Spurs. The San Antonio Spurs. Bullshit. Walk away with the first overall pick in the 2020. And the way it just it seemed that way all year, like it kept being projected there. Everybody kept saying being with their first being with Pop would be the greatest thing. I mean, I don't hate the Spurs, so I I I I, I see how the fit is great, but like yeah, they got already got David Robinson and Tim Duncan. The Spurs. They are not new to this number one thing. They are true to this. And now they oh. have been awarded a ticket God. to the best French show Damn on it. this side of the Moulin Rouge. And they are standing by with Armonica McNutt. Peter, congratulations. Yeah. We heard the enthusiasm that you let out. What's going on? It's just this uh, sucks. I, it I, sucks. I, it sucks. I, I'm so excited. The the city of San Antonio are fans. Who um, like we just have so many people that love this. There will be there will definitely be so time to think about the draft well, and all that. The organization has certainly done well when they've had anybody you think you want at number at number Monica, four. Thank you so much. Let's not yet. Can't even think about it. I don't know. I gotta revisit this and. I gotta take a take a take a take a, take a, take a right dump. Heal. <laughs> yeah. Hornets, the Trailblazers. This is how the rest of oh my the god is out. It felt uh, it, it really did feel all year like it, it like the universe was saying it was gonna go to the Spurs. A wind horse is in France. Hello Malika. Hello Malika. It's two thirty AM here in Paris. Victor, you found out a couple of moments ago you'll be following the footsteps of David Robinson of Tim Duncan. Great French couple players. Ago? Bastia, Wait, couple. <laughs> what are your emotions right now? Uh, can't read this oh, oh no! I got every, everyone. I, I love everyone. I know around me. It's really a special moment. I'm gonna remember for the rest. Pop of should retire right now. Fans NBA fans across the world are still learning about you. What is the NBA? What are the San Antonio? I hate this so. so much. <laughs> this was the team you least uh, wanted to uh, get him. Yes, literally the least. This was your number one choice, yeah. I'm trying to win your ring ASAP, so be ready. So I just, I think I'm, yeah. I, I, I just don't even know. I'm not, not able to sleep for a week. I don't know how to process this. Because I can take the Spurs. What do you think you can take the Spurs next season? Yeah. Oh, maybe he'll refuse. Maybe he'll pull an Eli Manning. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Can he play another sport? Can he do a John Elway? <laughs> yeah, will the Yankees draft him? Well, they look forward to meeting you. You're headed to San Antonio. Malika, back to you. Brian, Victor, thank you so very much. All right. All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, both of us are disappointed. You have more reason to be disappointed than me. Um, at least Dallas didn't get him. Yes. That 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 would have been my worst case scenario. Uh, I would have been cool with Portland. I even, as it was happening, I was even like, yeah, I could see Charlotte, him and Lamelo. That could be fun. But it's yeah, that Lamelo and Scoot. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Maybe they'll take Brandon Miller, and then at number three, you got Portland. They're not going to take Scoot. So Scoot's no, going to fall to Houston. There he's you go. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how it's going to shake out, but we will see. There's plenty of time to, yeah, slice and dice these. Yeah. Do you yeah. think, I wonder if if this is makes it more likely that they trade Dame than, say, if they got number one. I Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to say. I think, I, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's probably going to end up being up to him and what he... Wants to do. I think the organization will do right by him. Yeah. Hey, maybe maybe you'll learn to love Amen Thompson. Maybe. I, I really don't know much about him, but uh I'll just start reading Kevin O'Connor draft boards. Yeah. And just looking at looking at 
trades that involve superstars and you know number four picks and I don't know <laughs> Embiid, Embiid, yes. Yeah, oh, you got Sangoon. Come on. Oh, all right. Well, all it right. has been an emotional roller coaster, but but thank you for you know. Yeah. Being- I no problem at all. I really hope that the rest of your days of days are days of thunder and that your dreams are hoop dreams. And and also subscribe to Larry No Sports wherever you get your podcasts.